And you are listening to Uncommon Sense on 3 R FM with Amy Mullins. I said before, and I've, I'll say again, I went to the most amazing theatre show on Sunday night. And uh, it's not just because I got to sit up with the lighting people, which was pretty cool, a bit of a novelty in itself. That's because the show has been sold out nearly every night. And it's been naturally deserved of that level of um, interest and support. So I'm really excited now to be joined by Joe Petruzzi, who is the actor in this play. It's uh, written by Joanna Murray-Smith, directed by Tom Healy, and it's at Red Stitch Actors Theatre in St Kilda. Hi, Joe. Oh, welcome. It's <laughs> great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you back. I, I said at the top of the show that we had you in for Radiothon, which was very fun yeah. um, because you know, as you know, I'm a big fan of Red Stitch and the work that you guys do. And uh, certainly it's been such an amazing season this year. Just so many brilliant plays. And uh, the first one that I saw, uh, you were also in. So that was great. It was a really great political theatre show. Uh, this one does have political elements too, but it's certainly not presented in a way that's overtly political. It's very human. So, and also, Joe, thank you for stepping away from rehearsals because you're also a very busy man, not only uh, performing every night in this show, but also rehearsing during the daytime for another show. So you're a very uh, versatile and talented actor. Well, look, I'm very committed this year. It was my first year at Red Stitch. So I I enjoyed the benefit of being one of the ensemble members there, which is put your hand up and you get cast. And um, as you've identified, we've had an amazing year um, that's all been stewarded by our artistic director, Ella Caldwell, and um, it has really taken the company to a whole other other level in terms of the work we're doing, and uh, it's really exciting to be in the middle of it. Yeah, it really, it's so creative and it's it seems like you're at the heart of creating something entirely from scratch that is, it becomes a masterpiece really and I think this particular play based on the ones that I've seen and I mean, they're all really great, like The Moors was amazing, I mean, there's been so many great plays but this one in terms of the acting that's involved and the commitment from you um, being, it's a it's a one hand to play and the, the level of emotions that you experience throughout this play and that you maintain uh, the story and you keep the audience alongside you the whole time. I think that's a particularly challenging thing to do but looks quite effortless. Well, it's it's not. No, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) It's the result of a lot of work um, from a really, really what is a team and, you know, people may well say it's a one-man show but it it is under the umbrella of um, Ella's artistic direction the ferocious eye of Tom Healy our director and the the ever-present playwright Joanna Mm. Murray-Smith so it comes off as a simple exercise, but that simplicity is is the result of a lot of hard work. Yeah, and see, that's really true in terms of when I was watching it, mm. the set uh, is it's quite simple and the actions you're performing on stage are quite... It's ritualistic, like you're doing it, mm. uh, you know, the same thing 
not in exactly the same way. Um, you know, there's a wall and you're building this wall and you think that's quite a simple device, but it adds such meaning to the text. So how, you know, when you were approaching this text by Joanna Murray-Smith, which was created for an American audience initially when it was commissioned uh, and it's about gun violence in America... When, how did you, I mean, look at this pl- text just on the page at the beginning and then, you know, what were the steps, I guess, to get it to that point of, you know, creativity and, and you engaging as an actor with mm. this text? Well, the play came to us after a production at the Milwaukee Rep. And it, so it was already a, a very well-seasoned play that had been thoroughly examined and Joanna had some very specific uh, ideas about what the relationship was between the wall that was being built on stage and the searching for the the critical stone, which is what drives the the drama in the play. Like, what is the thing I put in place which brought about the event that that becomes significant in in, in this man's life? And he is forever examining all the parts of his life. Um, so. It um, it was already there. Was, there wasn't a lot of uh, in terms of restructuring that we had to do in of that, but the relationship between each of the stones and there's forty two of them laid at critical points that all had to be memorised. They're all individual <laughs> I was rocks. Ask that. Do you really remember <laughs> yeah. each stone? Uh, absolutely. Wow. Because the, the wall has to arrive yeah. at the end of the play completed and it does and it does yep. and um and that in itself is a whole other play because <laughs> <laughs> sure um, i arrived with the words learnt, learnt yeah. thinking i'd achieve the major task yeah, but, it, but no. it wasn't so you have a good visual memory then well it, it was really interesting you know yeah. because um actors are very verbose people yes uh, and it was it was choreography really mm. it was it was much more akin to what dancers do in terms of movement and and object association then yeah. um, so and that that was quite new for me it was really fantastic but it was amazing you know because uh, we're tremendously resourceful as actors we have mm-hmm. to survive the event has to happen yeah, sure so, does. Yeah. so um, <laughs> you dig deep and, yeah. and people come up with ideas as to how to help you get there but it it um, it does provide a, a really interesting symbol that runs the journey of the story t- storytelling, and, and I think it's a it's a wonderful metaphor that Joanna has created, mm. and and leaves a very haunting quality for for the people who see the play. They go away and uh, take that structure into their own lives to some degree. And people have said this back to me, so I, yeah. I, I feel comfortable saying it mm. that um, it, it it causes a degree of examination of where you're at, what your point, and, and if you were confronted with a really life-altering event, you know, where, how would you evaluate that and how would you deal with that in the context of this, the decisions you've made in your life? Yeah, that's absolutely true because at the start of the play, uh, you know, you're talking about the beginnings of your relationship with mm. um, the person who becomes your wife, Amy, and, uh, and then, you know, you... you talk about her in a really a way that is so fond and um, you know you're reminiscing about great moments but also really serious moments and moments of concern and drama and 
fear for your safety and Amy's safety. Mm. You know, you create a child together and you're talking about these really key important moments in most humans' lives, you know, if they get married and if they have children and the father-in-law relationship. And, you know, it is such a relatable play that, you know, you're taken on this journey for the first half of the play, which makes you feel like you're part of their life, Mm. really. And you're kind of hoping that things will go well for them because, you know, it just feels so... Yeah, heartening. It's like mm. an everyday situation. And it's a universal life. Yeah. That, that you know, uh, we, they are the things that Andy talks about are all the things that we want to achieve. A, a, a loving relationship, a beautiful home, children who we can relate to, who, who will respect us, who we can love. Um, and as, as we tick all these boxes and... and assess the total outcome of our life you then have to wonder well if something tragic happens then was that avoidable and Mm. did we trade that off for some decision somewhere down the line the potential to alter that um and and that's the haunting thing Yes. In the play. And Andy is not faultless. He certainly has made a couple of decisions which were... Mistakes. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Mistakes. Very serious mistakes. And he acknowledges that because what becomes evident is that he has examined all of this to consider Mm -hmm. the the consequence of of those mistakes. Um, And that that really is, I, I think the thing about Joanna's play that struck me was the humanity in it that it's it's not pristine it's not a a melodrama in the sense that this was a faultless man who a terrible thing happened to he was a flawed man as we all are exactly you know we we all carry our mistakes Mm -hmm. as well as our achievements and um and that's where it resonated so strongly for me that a person can do most things right and still yeah yeah it's and he's very Mm self-reflective you know i mean not everyone gets to the point where they've examined all of those things in such detail and then you know and Mm. recounts them and then can still i mean he he still comes up and not quite knowing really what it was absolutely because it's unresolvable exactly um we we don't know what the sliding doors and the alternate paths would have led us to. Yeah. But um, certainly, he, you know, th- this issue of questioning yourself is, is quite, quite um, torturous. Yeah. And um, a- 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 and that's what Joanna has has shown in the play. You know, I think. And one of the that reminds me of I can't remember. Well, obviously you'll remember the lines, but <laughs> uh, when you were really talking about those sliding door moments, and if I hadn't done this, I wouldn't have met this person, and you know, if this wouldn't have happened, that wouldn't have happened, and that was a really great point, I think. I, look, and that that was the that paragraph. If yeah. I had to single out a single paragraph, the idea that we make decisions. And we invest a tremendous amount of time and effort in making good decisions. Mm. But in actual fact, they're not the things that dictate the course of our life. Our lives are actually dictated by the chance cup of coffee that you might have picked up and you met someone in that cafe that took you on a completely different direction in your life. The casualness of that decision to step across that threshold into that cafe may well have taken you... Somewhere where all the amount of deliberation would never have placed you. And th- that, 
I found is is the absolute haunting thing mm. of the play. Yeah, it's those small moments that yeah. you're not even aware are happening. No, the casualness with which you go, oh, I'll go here. Yeah. Bang, and that's it. Your life is off in another direction. Yeah, indeed. And then, I mean, you've, you've got the relationship with Amy and that runs through the whole play. And as parents then, that's another element. It's not just the romantic relationship and the life partnership, but then as parents, how you interact yeah. with each other, but exactly. also with your son, Robbie. Yep. So then as a parent, I mean, what do you find? Because this is really, I don't want to give anything away, but this is kind of really critical to the play. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. your relationship as a father and also the, as a role model potentially as a father. Yeah, exactly. It, um, the play focuses on an event that happens in the family that's controlled ultimately by the decisions of, of a teenage boy. Yeah. And it, it, it's a big event in in anybody's life. I, I don't want to reveal no, what no. it is. There's yeah. somebody who's going to pay good money see for, <laughs> to see it. So <laughs> yeah. I, as that as the play unfolds, that event becomes apparent. Mm. But um, you have to evaluate. I, I have a 14 year old son, and um, he was he was very cool about it all. And, yeah. Um, but it, it was interesting to to run the journey of, of that play with, with the potential of it, um, you know, having consequence in your life. And you have mm. to examine continuously the kind of thing that you are setting up. And I think particularly between fathers and sons, because the, um, the, there is a tremendous responsibility to, to defining what it is to be a man mm. and, and what the values of that are. Um, particularly in a society that's shifting all the time, and where where you have responsibilities to 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 really defining what a good man is. Um, so, I, I, look, I found that a very relevant issue, and yeah. and and um, I, I think Joanna addressed that really directly in the play. Mm. The kind of example, the kind of values. Um, between between all the genders and and particularly the, his capacity to evaluate where he failed as a man mm. um, in in his relationship with Amy and in his relationship with his son and 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 they're probably the more poignant remarks I, I think in terms of his the, the development of the character in the play is is the weaknesses in characters man in yeah. and his manhood. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, in that masculinity that exists within Andy and, you know, a mm. lot of his decision-making has the element of gender in it, particularly he does, um, you know, have relations with another woman. Yeah. Um, you know, that's another element of American society, but also here. And, I mean, how he uh, really realises that, no, Amy is the one for me still. I mean, you know, often some the narrative will be, oh, I found someone else, see you later. But, you know, he comes back. Yeah. Uh, and that is an important element in the play in terms of the pressure that it brings into the family mm. and and how the, his fear and the reason it's examined is that did this accelerate the problem in his son? Did his son lose respect for him? Did his son lose respect for the values he was teaching? And yeah. is that the outcome 
of the event. Mm. And how much was it confronted within the family? Exactly. As an issue? Um, and, and it's also a wonderful device yeah. that Joanna uses because it, it increases the value of, of Amy and how she responds to that mm. um, in the story. And, of course, we never meet Amy no. in, in the play, but everyone loves Amy. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I have invested yeah. so much in making Amy. You know, I, I, I'm. Stri- she does sound fabulous. Yeah, she, well, she is. Yeah, she is. She was an art history major, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, you you know, you did demonstrate quite feminist qualities because, as a father at the beginning of this child's life, you were a hands-on parent, and she was the one heading off to work. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. And, and that, and it was wonderful to talk about that because yeah. that's actually what I did. Wow! Um, really? Yeah, That's yeah. Great. My, my wife returned to work after after her eight month um, maternity leave, and and there I was, and in, in yeah. the eastern suburbs of Melbourne, going, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and and that was quite a journey mm. for a man who was not prepared to, or certainly not trained up to do it. No, and but, it, there, it is somewhat alienating for oh, your character and potentially for other men. Oh, it, it, it was an extraordinary experience, and yeah. and and. One that um, really opened my eyes quite a bit. You know, I, I found myself standing there with all all the mothers in the school playground, and, and they were highly accomplished women, yeah. lawyers, journalists, all who had walked away from their professions to to do this caring for mm. years. You know, and and we we, we <laughs> had quite a little coffee club going. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you would have picked up a lot of tips then, perhaps, from the other mothers. I learned fast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's really great. And one of the things I found in terms of the richness of the text was the way that you could paint a picture of a scene and feel like you the audience was viewing it from your eyes like when um you're talking and you mention it twice i think this scene where you're out in the backyard and the sun is shining and your Mm. son is sitting there on the grass and you and amy are there looking out onto him and it seems like a really beautiful important moment to you well this is a critical moment in, in in the play um, this is the moment on the on the steps where where Andy goes. Life is good. Mm. I'm on track, yeah. and um, jo- Joanna Murray Smith has has really built the, this moment in into the structure of the play and the importance of identifying it, yeah. of enjoying it and loving it. Because when the tragedy happens, that is the moment that he recalls. Yeah, that is lost forever, and. Um, so there, there was a tremendous amount in the writing mm. that that allowed you to do it, and 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 what I found under Tom's direction was that the more the more you left things alone and just focused on the clarity of that image and how it was written, mm. um, the louder that that picture got, the, the music in that picture got. You know, it it really was is quite an extraordinary piece of writing that Joanna has done and we are, are so blessed to have had the opportunity to do it at Red Stitch uh, um, and uh, I, I, th- I think she's been pleased with the outcome she's very hands on really uh, yeah, that's she, great she was really present all throughout the rehearsal yeah and um, and that's very intimidating you know, yes it sure is uh, yeah. but, but in actual fact it, 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 beca- it became quite a resource for mm. me because she has a wonderful understanding of the process of handing over a play, which 
you know, for any writer, must be like giving over your, your firstborn. But um, she was really clear with a lot of the, the, the information that she gave in terms of how to view the play and how to approach things. Yeah. And I, I found her input really valuable mm. and really to the point. You know, and not in a way that was at all. Don't touch my play, or don't. You know, <laughs> um, it, it, her contribution was really fantastic. Yeah. So that that brings me to my next question because you mentioned the great team that is behind this play, and mm. you know that's got Ella, it's got Tom, it's got Joanna, yourself, and I'm sure all the other. Oh, and, and the other crazy uh, Pat yeah. Cronin, who's wonderful sound soundtrack is just such a supporting thing throughout. It is, and, and uh, our wonderful designer Daryl, who built the wall. Um, yeah, which uh, is pretty important. Know, Bronwyn, our yeah. lighting lady. There's there's a yeah. whole bunch of um, really, really talented people who've, you know, worked so tirelessly for such <laughs> little financial return. <laughs> yeah, and that is the point. I mean, you have a, a wonderful group of people working together on this. How did you interact and collaborate on creating this like how what were the dynamics in rehearsal when you went okay now we've got to you know create the movement and the and the voice and the set yeah. like yeah. how did it happen well th- this is largely tom tom healy's yeah. work and um I, I can't. I can't really speak to how he did that because that didn't happen in my presence. All, all I know is I was in the middle of suffering through enormous <laughs> stretching as an actor, yeah. uh, and most of the. And I just kept seeing all these people come in <laughs> and sitting down, taking notes, and then they'd come back with with bits of music or lighting. Uh, comp- uh, questions. Mm. Um, so, largely, the it was Tom who orchestrated the the drawing of all all these resources. And and while I was sent away with bits of homework to do, I know he was off with um, in various meetings with. Um, particularly, he spent a lot of time with with the sound guy because it's a wonderful soundtrack that um, supports is, us. Yeah. Um, and um, so he really gave you the space as an actor to oh, be no, able no, to grapple no, with it. No, or? no, no. He 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 was very specific. Yeah. About about what what he was there. There wasn't a lot of space. No, right. A, and um, a lot of the preconceptions that I had brought in about it had had to be abandoned. Interesting. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and so you and need that to made be it, very open, don't you, as well, an actor, to be yeah, that malleable. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and that was a big challenge in first week because because mm. with a big piece like that, you 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 come in with a lot of stuff prepared yeah if, if you're yeah. smart you yeah. do and um uh because it, it at least provides a platform to start from mm. and um it, it was uh, a lot of that had to be let go of and that's a very scary thing yeah and sometimes it's hard yeah, yeah that, mm. you know, particularly when you're on your own exactly you know, so. and how is that experience just out of curiosity it's daunting yeah it, it, it is really um a, a terrifying thing that's coming at you mm. to to stand on a stage in front of an audience and I'm the show <laughs> but um and particularly for me because I've always been an actor that relies very heavily on my my peers mm. around me and 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 you mentioned the way things work earlier this year with yep. with the wonderful actor Peter Houghton who um who and that was the one of two two handers that I've done and he he was a a t- tremendous support to me mm. in that, and I, and I really didn't um, know how to do it. I had to learn it. 
yeah in the rehearsal room and it's um yeah it's it's gone well i've yeah. been i've been taken care of <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it seems like what a great play to have that yeah. opportunity to develop that yeah experience and you know well it was good writing yeah so, so that's um that's a wonderful place to start mm. yeah. i mean in terms of now looking forward, because you're about halfway through the season, aren't you? Mm, yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of weeks left. It closes uh, on the 5th of November. Yep. Couldn't you get a bit of an extension? Could we, like, extend it a bit longer? Uh, well, we, we have Desert uh, <laughs> yeah. 629 coming which in. Which you're rehearsing for. Which, which we're currently... So that's... Um, that They're not remotely interested in uh, any sort of extension <laughs> of American Song. They want the theatre vacated, Love get it. out. Yeah. So, but... Um, I just want to go see it again. So. Um, uh, well... Personally. <laughs> look, I, I, I don't doubt that with the kind of clout that um, comes with Joanna Murray-Smith, mm. that there might already be some voices talking about a possible season and if that happens that that that's a wonderful thing yeah you know? but um look you know it, it's one play in a season of eight yeah. that we've done so so we do need to clear, clear the floor and yeah yeah and, and, and move the, on to that's desert. the beauty of yeah. red stitch isn't it because yep. you have such a full schedule yep. and it's constantly at such a high level of yep. quality that you know everyone's kind of equal yeah and, and uh, it's an ensemble. It's an ensemble and, you know, uh, we're drawing from a really talented pool of people. Um, the performances coming up in Desert um, are staggeringly good yeah. already and we're, we're sort of we're into our third week of rehearsal now, but uh, um, Eva Seymour and uh, Sarah Sutherland, who are, are playing mother and daughter <laughs> in the next one. See, and this is Ella. She balances yeah. fathers and sons, mothers and daughters. <laughs> all stories are told. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the, their work is go- is already in, in a place that is staggeringly funny and, and beautiful. Oh, wonderful. So, yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to that now. And that will be happening about a week after you close. Uh, yes, I'm not sure on the date. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't brought that information no, with me. Right. But about the 14th, I think it, we, yeah. we kick off there. And all the information is on the website. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Redstitch.net.au. Exactly, yeah. and more importantly, that's where you book tickets. So go online. <laughs> yep. I- do get, it. get in there fast. There's You've a few better. left for American Song, but otherwise yeah. Desert is, is already taking bookings. Yeah, so. exactly. So do make sure yeah. you book in like ASAP yeah. to see this um, because it's well worth seeing. And I really just say thank you, Joe, because it's just it was so moving and fulfilling to sit through such an amazing theatre play and to have all of the right people involved. It just feels like it was a, a very special moment in time for anyone in that audience. So oh, congratulations. Look, thank you. Look, it's a very special moment in my career. Mm. You know, it's wonderful. So. Thank you. Well, this is Joe Petruzzi, jo- who's joined me in the studio uh, to talk about American Song by Joanna Murray-Smith, directed by Tom Healy, artistically directed by Ella Caldwell, and it's at Red Stitch Actors Theatre. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you, Amy. As I said, Joe Petruzzi, he is the actor of American Song, um, and it, it really is very special and uh, and. I go down and see it. I can't say anymore. I've lost my adjectives. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> so uh, better book in. You've been listening to the Uncommon Sense podcast. Uncommon Sense is a show broadcast on 3RRFM in Melbourne every Tuesday between 9am and noon. Thanks for joining me.